for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, September 2nd, 2015. This is episode 168 of Attack of the Androids every week. Wednesday evenings right here at attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt. That's Eric. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt. I'm, I'm just overjoyed to be spending my Wednesday evening slash Thursday morning with you and Nick. I know. That's why you keep coming back. He's a glutton for punishment. Right. Also, Nick, what's happened to Nick? Hey, guys. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back, because if not, it would be just me and Eric, and that would look silly, so it's, it's good. <laughs> it gets a little weird. Good that you are back with us. Uh, what should we start out with? All sorts of Moto X stuff, some Lenovo stuff. Are we are we still cool with Lenovo? Like, I have a Lenovo, and I don't think it has any of those like weird BIOS malware things, you know, that alleged... What was it called? Bad fish? Stale fish? Super fish? Something like that. Yeah, they seem to have toned down with that. So, yeah. But, I mean, this is an older one. Maybe I should check. I'm running Windows 10 yeah. now on it, though, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, Windows 10 has its own host of problems. <laughs> I've turned so, most of them off, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, on the aside, if you go to the Tech Syndicate website or you go to their YouTube channel, they've got a good... 10-minute video going about all the things you can turn off in Windows 10 to minimize, you know, the you know, Microsoft or whatever, you know, spying on you or whatever. So. The one thing I did turn on and I think is kind of cool is the Twitter app and the Facebook app because then there's a little, like, <laughs> notification thing down here and it lets Ooh. you know what's going on. And uh, they're actually a very nice interface and user experience on this because it is kind of a touch screen, even though I hardly ever touch it, but using those yeah. Windows 10 apps make me want to touch it more. So that's good. <laughs> that is good. Eric, what would you I like to touch make more? Make me want to touch it. What, what would you touch more if you had it? A Moto X Pure? Perhaps the Force? How many Moto Xs are we going to have? <laughs> All of this them. This is... This is where I'm starting to have a problem with Motorola because before, I mean, the, so we we have a few eras. There's like the pre-Google era yeah. where it's, you know, the the Droid X, the Droid Razor, the Droid Max, the Droid Max, etc. Like there's just so many versions of the Motorola product. Did they start out Google. that way, though? Like the OG Droid, they had that, right? And then the next one they did was... Well, I guess they had, like, all those other, like, heroes and all those other weird ones, but they weren't droids, yeah. you know? They weren't Motorola's. That was just Verizon stuff. But as far as Motorola, yeah. like, there was the droid and then the droid X, which was different. Well, it seemed like they were... It felt like they were, like, sort of <clears throat> walking it down a little bit. They were reducing, like, we had the Moto G... We had the Moto, uh, the Moto E, the Moto G, the Moto X. And within the Moto X, you could get like the pure edition, if you will, or you know, the developer edition, or you could get just a regular one. Depending and, on the carrier like, that made... you were on. It depended on the carrier. Yeah. But it wasn't as, to me, confusing as... It's not even so much confusing. It's just irritating. Like, we have the Moto X, we have the Moto X Pure, we have the Moto X Force, we have the Moto X... Uh, Style. Fucking, I don't know, the Bulge. Like, there's just so many <laughs> different... The Moto X of... Bulge? <laughs> just saying. What would the gimmick be of the Bulge if you, like, a really strong vibrator in it? Like, you could turn it up to max, and then you could turn it up to, like, Bulge? <laughs> I don't know I what... I think it's just... It's it's just it has such a hump that it's uncomfortable to be in your pocket. Ooh, I like that. I like that. But it's so heavy, so you, you have to inevitably put it into your pocket to give your arms a rest. It's a conundrum. It's a catch twenty two. It's a Moto <laughs> X catch twenty two. 
No, that's a good one. Send that I, to Lenovo. Just, I think I feel like if they were like this force thing. The force like this this thing was just leaked. It's a phone, it's a version of the Moto X that supposedly has like it's it's unbreakable. Like the code now, is bound. Hold on, I'm sorry, I gotta interrupt you again. Is this the Moto X Force or is this the Force Bounce? That we're I think the code name is Bounce, but Force is what it'll probably come out with as its official you, name for consumers. How can you know? How can you truly know? You, you won't Both know until they announce it. Okay. So it's something that's shatterproof. Like in my mind, it, why not just make all of your phones this way? In my mind, like, why have you? The second you say that people are going to do everything in their power to shatter it, right? Like, you should just not mention that. If someone drops it and they're like, huh, didn't break. Well, lucky me. You know, don't be like, oh, you'll never shatter this phone. Because I bet we will. I promise we will. Yeah. Yeah, shatterproof is is more of a challenge than a feature. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, I... It, ahead, it looks like this is at least going to be some sort of a sport slash ruggedized version, unless they come out with another version, which is the sport non-ruggedized version. But yeah, I think typically why they don't come out with exclusively ruggedized phones is because it tends to add bulk and weight, you know, to the phones. But uh, you know, like uh, it, it does seem interesting uh, that this would probably be their first actual rugged phone that they've come out with. I don't think that any other previous phones have had, even before the Moto line. Uh, I don't. I don't recall any sort of ruggedized versions there. So, wouldn't it be better rather than having an entire line like this, have a little checkbox on Moto Maker, ruggedized, make my phone idiot proof. Ooh, like is that? Ooh, I like that. I I don't know. Like if if they want to set themselves apart, because now I mean I look at I look at Motorola and they are just turn, they're turning into just another. Android company like Samsung that's going to have 50 different versions of their phone out there. And but it's not any, it's not any one version anyone wants. Like, I feel like Motorola could really separate themselves if they take all of this. Like, and if you look at the specs for this rumor reported, uh, it's like 543 for the display, 3 gigs of RAM, and either 32 or 64 gig with a giant battery, 3760 milliamp, like a badass camera as far as megapixels goes at 21. Like, you could take all of these, all of these different specs and like roll it all into Moto Maker. And don't name any one phone whatever the fuck you're going to name it. Just be like, oh, I want it in a 5-inch display. I want a 64-gig version with a 4,000 milliamp battery with 4 gigs of RAM. And the 21 mega... It's almost like Aura at that point where you're you're not modular, but you're picking, you know, which level of what you want inside the phone. And that would be way better besides them trying to guess at what we want and being like, well, here's a giant one that's underpowered. Here's a small one that's overpowered. You know, like, let us pick. Yeah, and I, I don't think that Moto... like. Some people were concerned with Moto Maker. They thought that it would be too confusing for consumers. It'd be too um, complicated. But I I like it a lot. It's not. I mean, I could I could put you know I could put like my mom or somebody on that site and say build a phone because it's not difficult. It's okay. Do you want this much memory or that much memory? Like these are choices that you're already making in the store anyways. Um, if they if they just sort of kept with that simplified theme. And just made it like, well, do you want the do you want the bigger camera? Do you want to ruggedize it? Do you want this or that? Yeah, I think it'd make more sense, and it would certainly differentiate them from having you know fifty devices with fifty different names that just like irritate the hell out of all of us. And that could all be rolled in easily into the process. You know, you don't have to just give them a giant set of drop-down options. You can specify categories and then be like, okay, are you going to A, drop your phone a lot, or B, not drop it very much at all? And then, you know, just, like, word problem. You know, not like math equations. Give them word problems, I guess. I don't know. Word problem. Just take everybody's phone away at this point. Like, who cares? 
CNN Money reporting that the Moto X Pure Edition is the best Android phone out there, I guess, right now, because it's not really out there yet, is it? Can I go? No, you can pre-order it. I don't know exactly. uh, I don't recall exactly when it's. uh, You know how we feel about pre-orders, Nick. No, yeah, (laughs) but uh, it it looks like it's a pretty decent phone. But yeah, (laughs) but it is. uh, It's a pretty big one too. It's a five point seven inch screen, and uh, it's Yeah, (laughs) it's something that you know you basically you know pre-order and you get directly from them. You're not going to be able to get through any of the carriers, so got a quad hd screen so but it's all high end i mean that's the same as the other one has it's just bigger screen right yeah it's a little faster than that than the ruggedized one the ruggedized one has an 801 processor snapdragon 801 this one has i think it's the snapdragon 808 um it's got a three gigs of ram and uh, 32 or 64 gigs of storage, if I remember correctly. And will so, that will that actually translate into like a difference on anything besides a benchmark? I mean, from the 802 to the 808, like it, what's the what's the upside to that? I think at this point, it's a law of diminishing returns, considering how how smooth stock Android would be on, on a phone like this. You probably wouldn't notice the difference much. Maybe it'd make a difference if you're playing a, one of the more demanding games or something, but. I think for general all-around use, it, it wouldn't really matter much. So, and an SD card slot, going back that route. Yeah, and it has quick charging as well, so that's cool. And it's got some sort of water protection. I don't know if it's technically, you know, waterproof per se, but it's not waterproof. It's it's splashproof. Like the, it's, it's water not, resistant. Know, like, caught in the rain, right? Water <laughs> resistant. Right. Difference. You can pee on it, but you can't submerge it in a toilet full of pee for very long. And it's only four hundred bucks. I mean, pfft. it's like a car payment. Yeah, for a like, flagship. Pfft. Yeah, it's one of the cheaper flagships out there, so that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm reading this like it doesn't. I don't know. Would you call this flagship? Or would you call this, like, upper mid-range? Eric, like, is this more it, like the original Moto X? Eric, listen. It has a front selfie flash. If that's not flagship, <laughs> pff, I don't know what is. Got me there. Yeah, yeah. checkmate, S.A. <laughs> I'm Snapchatting now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think it's relatively, you know, I mean, it's not as premium as something like an S6 or a Note, you know, but those things have, like, DDR4 and, you know, much more advanced processors, dance, stuff like that. You know, dance this, revolution. It's like a Snapdragon 808. I think it's a hexacore, if I remember correctly. But uh, as opposed to like a octacore, you know. But I mean, realistically, how much faster do you need it necessarily? You know, than what it is. So, so that just came out for pre-orders today. Very exciting. Looks to be quite a few phones. Right up that Motorola alley that I appreciate living in with the the active notifications and whatnot. So I think I get an upgrade next month. What month is it? Mine's in October, I think. Hmm. Hmm. What other Moto X additions would you like to discuss this evening? Uh, well, they they came out with. I think three or four, they showed off three or four editions of their newest Moto 360 Ooh, I noticed that was trending on Google+, Plus, where all of my friends socially network. (laughs) That's a (laughs) lie. They have two different sizes now. One one size is like 42 millimeters for the screen, and and that's for for males typically. There's also a, I can't remember the measurement, but it's a a smaller screen for, for women. So... I'll tell you what, that watch face is looking real nice. Yeah. Very Timex Indiglo. Indiglo girls. And if you get if you get the larger one, it's got the same size screen as the original Moto 360, but it's got a 400 milliamp hour battery as opposed to, I think, 300 and change that the last one did. So Plus, it's got a newer processor, Snapdragon 400. Uh, I think it's uh, the quad-core one. So, you know, that's a better, that's a much faster processor compared to the one that it was uh, on the last 360. So it's got a lot more bands. One of the features I like is the bands have like a quick 
release mechanism built into the band, which makes it really quick and easy to take off. You don't need a separate tool for it right. like the previous one or like most of the other watches. So. so if someone wants to just run them jewels, got a quick release <laughs> catch, you can just pop and right off. I like that. There's also a, the ability to customize it through Motomaker. You can what? customize the, the uh, I don't want to say band, uh, the bezel, whatever you call it, as well as the straps. Uh, so, there, it's interesting that there's so there's four versions, like you said. Like they, they have the women's version. I feel I feel like that nomenclature is going to come to bite them in the ass very soon. Like people are going, oh, the women's version. Like they they should have just they should have just said we have a smaller version. Well, I do think they have a, a, the way they differentiate is they have a smaller version that's just not labeled with. with you know, women in mind. And then there's the women's version, which has some additional types of bands. or features Oh, or it's got so. like one of those little things that you can check your, no, <laughs> it's still not. I mean, no. this is not the right, okay. this is not the right environment to start okay. drawing lines, you know, drawing gender lines. Okay. <laughs> Just saying like the women's version, you like, that's the only one that you can get like the rose. I think it's like a rose gold or something. Like there are certain colors uh, like you said, Nick, you can only get... As a classy yeah. man, oh. I enjoy rose gold every now and again. Are yeah, they going to alienate me? I'm looking at their site right now, the Motomaker 360 uh, section, and it's 46 millimeters for, for men and 42 millimeters, and then there's the one designed for women, which is 42 millimeters. So technically on their site, they have three different sizes or three different So versions, you make a version specifically for females alienating the whole male <laughs> like demographic that's not going to buy that version. But then you have I, another I, I, version I that could be for both at the same wrist size. So you can't say, well, it's because women have smaller wrists. No, bro, they don't. Well, some of them do. Not all of them, though. Some men have smaller wrists, you know. But you that's weird that you label one specifically that. Yeah. Well, and the the fourth version, which we haven't specifically talked about, is the sport yeah. version. Sport, yeah. Which does not have you cannot remove it from its uh from its what do you call it? It's it's a wristband. The band like, yeah. it's stuck in there. You cannot yeah. run them jewels. Huh. It, it, it's one run them jewels. Run yeah, them it's jewels. one contiguous unit and it's I think that's gonna be more waterproof, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. Now, does it cost more or less to have the one that you can't, you know, change around? That Ooh. I don't know. That since Ooh. it hasn't been released yet, I don't think they've released the pricing on it, but Eric asking the hard questions tonight. I like that, bud. <laughs> I like it. Well, I am looking now. Hmm. Moto three sixty for Jesus. Google's getting on this bandwagon too. Moto three sixty <laughs> for women. Band. Hey, I see what you did. Let's Sorry. And <laughs> woo. So I'm I'm gonna answer my own question. Ooh. Yeah, it looks like the one designed for men and women that are both forty two millimeters are the same price, but if you upgrade to the forty six millimeter one, it adds fifty dollars to the checkout. So well, sure. ones. That, more that's mil- the size screen that the existing Moto X has. So. What Matt? More millimeters makes sense. Pay you're paying per yeah. millimeters basically how these things are calculated if you go yeah. cost. We also get a four hundred milli you also get a 400 milliamp battery as opposed to a 300 milliamp hour battery. So it's supposed to be a longer lasting. And they, they even, they've even made claims that you, if you don't use that ambient mode, whatever the, where you're all, the uh, screen is always on or whatever, or nearly always on, uh, it'll last two days. So hopefully there's some legitimate battery life improvements here. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see that. I'd, I think a day, they say a day for regular use with the screen always on, which is good. Yeah. Um, I think a day is like the minimum, um, but it'd be nice to see it go a couple of days. Yeah. In reality, though, I mean, you you get home, you go to sleep, you put your watch on the thing, and it charges. But um, I don't know. Maybe you like to sleep with your watch. Maybe it's doing sleep tracking. Maybe you're just whiny. That's probably it. Probably. Do you think now stay with me here is it possible that they released a female specific version because they're going to put wear on iOS right cuz you have a lot of girls on um, ladies over there iOS <laughs> yeah do you see what I'm, is that just correlation mm. or causation or what what do you think 
the market dictating this whole separate version just for our female iOS users? It's it's some logical fallacy. I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's because they have the two different sizes. I mean, I think more more of the manufacturers need to do that because, I mean, if you want to attract the entire other gender, you know, you, that's a way to start. So. That's true. You just make oh. it specifically for them, and that'll make them want it because they'll be like, "Guys, you can't have this women equality thing." Yeah. Right. Say, oh, this is my part of the bus. Can I go here? Oh, that's great. I will be sitting here. Thank you. Thank you. I love much. having this all to myself. So, yeah. well, the the thing with uh, iPhone compatibility, Matt Lee, is that right now it's actually only for the LG Urbane. So it's not even for what? all Android Wear watches. I almost did a spit take. What, Eric? I know. <laughs> you can't run them jewels. How is that possible? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's terrible, but it is expected, allegedly, uh, according to this blog post from Google's, um, that Asus and the Huawei's and Motorola, like, they'll be compatible soon. But as of right now, it's only that uh, that high-end Urbane. What is in there allowing it to talk to these foreign devices, Eric? Do you know? I do not know. Perhaps some sort of male-to-female translator, perhaps? Or, hmm. That must be what it is. Hmm. It's something to do with gender. I think we just got to suss it out. Really? I mean, I feel like it's right there on the tip of just, but, but I don't know. I can't I can't push it over that precipice. I just keep keep going, keep pushing. Well, iPhones cannot install any third party watch apps from Google Play onto your iPhones because obviously it's not a Google phone, so you know. If you could install apps from Google Play onto your iPhone, that would be pretty awesome for all the ladies on iOS. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's interesting uh, news, I guess. Like it, so there was another article. I didn't put it in the show notes because I, I didn't. I have shouldn't a chance have to put read this it, one in there either. I, I don't know what I was doing. I'm sorry. No, I think this is great. Like Google, it just seems like Google is, is, continuously trying to infiltrate this, um, you know, this ecosystem, this iPhone ecosystem. Like they, uh, the, the article I had seen that was something like Google, um figuring out a way to allow like certain types of advertising on iPhones that Apple doesn't want to allow. Oh yeah. That was a while ago, huh? Doing a little JavaScript trick or whatever. I like it. I like it a lot. They're like, Oh, loophole. Why? Yes, I will. Thank you very much. With my JavaScript. Let's, uh, while we're talking about hardware and stuff, what is this Acer predator? I like the name. Ooh, look at that. Is that for real? I think we may have just found my next new tablet. Oh, Lordy. Oh, yeah, the tablet. Yeah, that's the – we had mentioned on a previous show it's an uh, exotic-looking tablet. It's just the uh, wallpaper. Yeah, they... You guys, listen. Don't be fooled <laughs> no, by the gimmicky wallpaper. Check out those uh, Klingon bezels hey, over there. Hey, Nick, with, uh, do you remember Kapla. what else had awesome bezels like that? Do you recall? I believe it was called yeah. the Zyborg. Do you recall what happened oh, yeah. to the Zyborg? It apparently didn't go anywhere. No. But this here will change. This one. This looks like something Batman would take out of his belt and throw at you. <laughs> right? That's awesome. I would carry that and probably shave with it. So it looks like it's got an 8 inch 1080p display and Atom processor. 64-bit quad-core. Let's see. Uh, uh, Seems pretty decent. It's got an SD card slot, 32 or 64 gigs of internal storage. Two gigs of RAM. Hold up. Hold up. Acer, what the F are you doing? (laughs) Two gigs of RAM? Really? What year is it? (laughs) Well, it is 2015. Clearly. Unfortunately, that's, that's still fairly common. 1989 called, and it wants its one gig of RAM back. You keep the other one. So what is... Is it just the shape and that it's beveled on the back like that? Like, what is this... 
what is the gimmick here? They almost here? look like speakers. I wonder if they are. They, they are. It's quad speakers. It's four little speakers. So what okay. they're saying is that is this you know, a, for gaming, it, it'll be nicer. Is this a quadcopter? Because this guy looks oh, that's the head. mad excited. <laughs> that's the hand snap. This guy, face. this guy looks dope and excited for this phone. Because it's also red. It matches his tablet, which probably also matches the Ferrari he drove to this event in. Well, that's their Alienware. Yeah. That's their six inch smartphone. That one has four gigs of RAM, it looks like. Let's see. So, how, hold up. How the hell are you going to put more RAM in your phone than your tablet? Like, does that. That's the industry. No. The tablets tend to. The, the smartphones tend to outpace the tablets in terms of performance. That's the dumbest thing so. ever, because I'm playing all my games on my phone, not my tablet. Thank you. Joey Kelly joining us. What's up, Joey? Good evening, gentlemen. Fresh back from the wonderful world of on-site IT service. Ooh. And ready to talk about much more fun. You know what, face? Windows updates. I, I think of when I hear on-site IT service, it's this face. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. It's the same phone? face that I that I get the same look on my face every time I think about you, Matt. Oh, he's like it's for you. Oh, <laughs> it actually kind of looks like he's sucking a sour jelly bean. He's looking at this and being like, "Why does this have less RAM than this?" And then that's the face he makes. He's like, "Oh, yeah, somebody, somebody that's exactly right." Somebody just told him. Somebody got those swapped at the the factory there, but. Uh, anything else that sticks out about this? It has all these two powerful ARM Cortex-A72 cores. That's cool. With then more cores, eight more to be exact, low to mid power A53s. All the cores. None of the RAM. <laughs> it, I don't, I don't know. Like, this, this doesn't grab me. I see what they were trying to do, but it doesn't, like... I would still go with an NVIDIA over this, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm sure soon NVIDIA is going to be announcing um, a new tablet. But is right? it going to be $300, and is it going to look like a drone, and is it going to be named something dope like Predator? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I do think they're definitely going for a more edgy angle here. So, Well, clearly, look know. at this I mean, guy. Some- some people might like this, you know, maybe a parent getting this let's, for a kid or something like that. Let's go back to this guy. Clearly, he is wearing a jersey with a sport coat over it. So, I mean, you know, there's that. There's gel on us there, too. Oh, well, that <laughs> could be gel. It could be. Sure. Mm. <laughs> so, not interested in this. I have to admit, for 300 bucks. Right? It looks cool. Right? That's what I'm saying. If it had the a... speakers. Nah. Are they beats? <laughs> Are Hopefully they beats? not. That, that, that basically guarantees a premium, an additional premium for no other reason on the phone, just because there's an audio equalizer, so a software preset. So no beats, please. Yeah. So then, are uh, they actually four speakers, or do they just look like it? Yes, four speakers, and they claim virtual surround sound. So that that, that would be pretty cool. You have to I've hold got the it. Nine, and yeah. I've enjoyed the sound on that. So if, it, if it's anything on that level, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, it may be a legitimate multimedia tablet. So I would be interested to see like reviews on it and see if the performance and you know the quality is is there. So. Well, let's continue speaking about tablets, this time without Ashton Kutcher's help, as Lenovo launches the Yoga Tab 3 and the Yoga Tab 3 Pro. These look kind of sexy as well, and they're, what, 500 bucks for the Pro? Mm. Yeah, they look, they look pretty cool. I mean, I've always been a fan of the Yoga design, you know, the, the ability to flip, you know, flip it back, so like on the notebooks, for example, the tablets have been a little bit different because they usually have like a projector in there or something like that. But uh... I believe this also has a projector. But for some reason, I was thinking that the yoga tablets were um, like Windows tablets. Am I wrong or do they have two different lines? 
they may have they may have also had uh, like a windows based version of this but i've only seen the android based one so i think they call it the yoga pro or something maybe no they, they don't use tab um they think thinkpad yoga or something like that maybe but i think you're right there the eric there is a there is a windows variant of this and it's the same concept of flippable and whatnot but it is it is windows based so yeah, yeah this is not the only yoga <laughs> does it also have the dlp projector in it the dlp p uh, i doubt it that's kind of cool i like to put something like that in a tablet i don't know i think it's it's kind of cool. I did a quick Google search. It looks like they just call it the like Lenovo Yoga Tablet 2 with Windows. So if it has Windows, it'll just depend with Windows on it. And I guess that's probably something Microsoft wants that to be done because obviously they want to promote the product. I would guess. And this one is green. If you are watching live here showing the pictures, this one is green. So. Would yeah, you... Windows 8.1 with Bing operating system, so that's their Windows variant. Look at that. Yeah, so maybe Look it's a, maybe it is the identical hardware just with a a different uh, OS loaded. Yeah, you know that's actually one of the that's one of the advantages of going with an Atom tablet because it's it's Intel x86 based, you know, mm-hmm. and built for the portable market. So that's a, a plus there. Yeah, yeah for reading what it's this article. Oh, sorry. Go for it, Eric. It it just uh, came to mind that like I'm thinking that this is this is like the business tablet. You go there, you pull up your PowerPoint. But I think of the article they mentioned like Netflix. Like somebody could use this as their Netflix. Oh yeah. Like, projector. Oh. Which yeah. is a neat idea. That is that is pretty cool. And like the Predator, this also has four speakers front facing. If you stick your head in there, it is like virtualized Dolby Atmosphere. Just Atmos. <laughs> Gimmick or legit? Hmm? Personally, well, I, I don't know. I, I tend to agree. Joey, would you get one of these? Um, For your theater honestly, room? Honestly, I don't... Well, I... I don't have Netflix. I got Amazon. So Ooh. up until recently, I would have said no because uh, until that app came out there the other the last week when I was on the show, there was no reason to have an Android device to project anything because I couldn't do anything with it. Um, you can now, I, I though, right? Because the, they play that now, the Prime streaming yeah. and all that um, through the new app. From what I'm looking at price-wise on Amazon – um, quite frankly, the yoga three, two in one touchscreen, they're calling it a touchscreen laptop, $819.99 right now. Uh, retail price is $999.99. I'm sorry. That's you different. Can buy, but that is cool too. Well, this is one of those things where they're pitching it as one device to do everything. And I get that concept. But I don't agree with it. Personally, I understand that the idea of, okay, I want to have just one device, everything's on it, and I do everything with it. The catch is, is that in my opinion, that is your law of averages. If you take one device to do two jobs, it's going to do neither of them as well as a dedicated device could do right, their job. Right. Yeah. So, you know, for a grand, you can buy a halfway decent laptop. Yeah. And a pretty decent tablet. I mean, yeah. that Acer one we were looking at was 300 bucks. I can find you a, a halfway decent laptop for maybe even the 15 or 15 and a half inch screen for four yeah. um, somewhere. So, I mean, I, I feel like this is one of those things where to make it do what you want it to do, you have to put such a price on it that it becomes to a certain extent better to have two devices that you can use independently for the same retail price. Just me. That's true. I like having a Kindle and an Android tablet slash phone or whatever. Cause you know, you could read on your well, tablet, I think also feed- but the experience is better on the Kindle. Yeah. 
but you couldn't do all the tablet stuff on your Kindle because that's a god awful experience. So I get what you're saying. Like you definitely want certain dedicated devices, but not too much, you know. Well, you remember we had a similar discussion when Windows 8 first dropped. Um, it was the you know the Windows 8 operating system was designed for touchscreens, but if you didn't have a touchscreen, you still had to use the touchscreen style interface, yeah. and it sucked. Yeah. And they made it better, but initially it sucked royally. And I feel like this is one of those things where if you need a tablet, you're looking for lightweight, easy to carry, instant on, and you're probably willing to sacrifice usability for some battery life. Keyboard and and all that. If you need a laptop, you need horsepower and a full Windows OS. And the two are not necessarily compatible. And quite frankly, often you often you want a tablet. You don't want to be a notebook sized device as a tablet. You you want something relatively small, next to seven, eight, or nine, or anything in that seven to ten inch category as a tablet. You know, the days I got away Even with just, just like bringing my Nexus Ten and a keyboard with me instead of my whole laptop, like those were good days because yeah. it is such a big difference yeah. compared. You know, carrying yeah, that shit pretty- around. Yeah, that's a pretty popular thing for a lot of a lot of people in the tech industry. You know, they'll have their iPad and some sort of a Bluetooth keyboard. You know, Asus sells a Transformers line, which essentially is just a tablet and then an additional keyboard with it. So, and both Matt and I at one point had uh, Transformer crap. Which one did you have? The Prime. Yeah. I think Eric, you had one too, huh? The the very first Transformer Prime. The purple, like metal one. I had the original one and the prime. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. Good times. I wonder where that thing is. <laughs> In the landfill. Yeah. You know where? Does Joey? You still have yours? Uh no, that was bought for me by a previous employer, so uh, they kept it when they shit me. Did you uh, wipe it? Did I what? Did you wipe it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wiped yeah. it right in front of the guys that were firing me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm so wiping this. Um, but, yeah, the um, I, I remember liking it, and I remember at the time, I know I made this comment on this show, that if without the keyboard, the tablet is an aggravated toy, mm. with the keyboard, it becomes something you can actually use for business. And that that is just takes it to a whole nother level, in my opinion, and makes it actually usable. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. I sold mine too. It just sent real quick. We can move on past this, but uh, there's because we're talking about keyboards and stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. this awesome uh, Bluetooth keyboard that got announced by LG. Yeah. That I yeah. think it looks like. Yeah, I, I've had a friend. He when he was a trucker, he had a similar keyboard. It wasn't Bluetooth, but it was one of these keyboards that would roll up. You would get like, it would just roll up, but it was wired, and that was actually pretty cool. And it looks like this is actually has even more value because it's smaller, lighter, and and wireless. So. And it looks like a it looks like a full size keyboard. There's probably yeah. not a lot of travel on yeah. it, like the keys. Um, but I, I don't know. I've sort of come to expect that from Bluetooth keyboards. Yeah. What I like is, uh, and you'll, I'll try to pull this up on the screen share, but it, it folds up. Yeah. And it folds up in such a way that, um, like it, it sort of becomes a stick. So yeah. here I will share this. Um, yeah. So you see, like right here, it has like these little, um, these little rubber like feet that sort of uh, cushion it. And what I really liked about it, too, if you watch this video, is that it has an automatic on-off switch depending on whether it's open or closed. Cool. And and it comes with Perfect. a stand. I'm or very excited. Or is it the stand? <laughs> is that a joking joke? I'm not sure. Is, is it the stand or does it come with a stand? Because <laughs> it almost looks like you can oh, sit on it. Yes, I'm sorry. It, it is. It is the stand. It looks like it. It like come. If I remember right, it. Here we'll show this picture. Yeah. See, it come, sort of comes out the back of it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I got to admit, I, I'm with the uh, the writers here on Droid Life. If that's under fifty bucks, 
that's I'm I'm so picking one up because that that would be just awesome. I mean, you, you take your Nexus Six, put it sideways in that little dock, you get a full size keyboard at that point. Heck yeah. I like this animated GIF at the bottom of this. Not bad, LG. <laughs> Looks like this is uh, getting some support from the community. It feels, nice it thing feels about like the, one of the... No, go ahead, Joey. Well, I was going to say, the nice thing about the keyboard that isn't specific to a device is that if you've got a working keyboard and you get a different tablet, you can keep the keyboard and you don't have to buy another one. Yeah, that's true. Use it for different devices, yeah. Exactly. Go for it, Eric. Have you seen the – I don't know if you've ever seen this in other keyboards, but in watching the video, um, they said it, it can also do, like, dual pairing. So oh. at the same time, you can pair it – like, the the example – it's funny. The example they actually used is meant to be, like, a reporter writing an article at a coffee shop, and she's writing the article on her tablet, and then the editor texts her and says, hey, where's my article? And it was it was paired to both the tablet and the phone. She was able to type out the response um, without doing anything additional. And that was something I hadn't seen before. At least I'd, I'd, I'd never come across the need to, to do that. Well, I, I've never run across it on a smart device, but I'm sitting here right now in my home office, and I'm running Synergy with two desktop PCs with one keyboard and mouse. So I can completely understand how you would want to do this. Although I have to admit, I don't. For, you know, you know, an environment like this where the stuff is fixed, I can see it working. But outside of that environment, it it's one of those features that cool, but probably not going to get used much. Just a guess. You're muted. Eric, you're muted. Well, thank you. I agree with you, Joey. <laughs> and you, you sort of bring up the idea of like you're running Synergy and like I like I use a KVM switch at work sometimes. If there's like a hardware hotkey that can make it easily like switch over to this other device, like maybe maybe in a very, very small instances this would make sense, but it seems to me like it's just one of those like check the box and uh, you know cool features that most people aren't going to use. I mean, how many people honestly? How many people really do carry around and use simultaneously two mobile devices? Not many. I mean, I, the simultaneous thing is where you got me. I think quite a few yeah. people use the keyboards. Um, I don't know. I've never been comfortable using them. I don't like them, but my wife does a lot. Um, so this is I, – I see this as being appealing, regardless of any gimmicks that they may throw in. What about you, Nick? I mean, you, you see yourself grabbing one of these and taking off with your Nexus 9? I could. Uh, back when I was – last uh, semester I was in college, and I used my Nexus 9 uh, before every class. I would study. I would leave work early. I'd study for a couple hours and go into class. I could see something like this if I was not just, you know, receiving information, but maybe if I was writing articles or writing papers or something like that, I could, I could see, see some use for it. So. I've been doing a ridiculous amount of keyboarding lately on my Chromebook. Mm. Um, you know, starting, just picking it up, walking around with it. And um, I've actually been writing customer documentation yeah. and notes and such because it's just, balance it in one hand, slip it under the arm, walk off, you know, not a big deal. Uh, this would be slightly harder than that, but um, I could definitely see how it would how it would work. And if they do come out with it under 50 bucks, I am seriously going to chase after one. Yeah. My Nexus 7 I had for the first couple of years when I was at one of my jobs, uh, and uh, I would, you know, take it to work and, and study on that on, you know, with lunch, and that could fit in my pocket. You know, so that plus a portable device like this both could still fit in my pocket, you know. Well, switching gears a little bit, are you guys excited for a possible September 29th Nexus announcement? No. I am. Yeah, completely, because, I mean, I've, I've had this Nexus 5 for about a year at this point, and it's not really showing its age, et cetera, et cetera, but I would certainly be interested in getting a new a new Nexus phone based on, you know, what comes out. And it looks like there's going to be maybe 
two different phones, so that's cool. So what are you thinking, Nick? The 5.2 LG phone or the slightly larger 5.7 Huawei phone? For me personally, the a 5.2 LG phone, you know, I've got the Nexus 5, which is a 5-inch LG phone, so I'm probably more based in that, but I have to know more about the, the specs and price and, you know, before I make a decision. A big factor would be whether or not one or both of these has dual front-facing speakers because I've pretty much made up my mind that the next phone I get, I want to have front-facing speakers. So I may even possibly go down the Moto X Pure route if neither of these phones has that. So, Is that because you're, like, are you watching a lot of stuff on your phone or what's the, what's the idea? Not often, but but sometimes I would actually, you know, watch videos on my phone, like if I take a break or something like that, or if I'm just out traveling, like like tomorrow I got to go get an oil change, and I'm going to go wait for God knows how long, you know, for that and whatever services I decide to get, get my windshield wipers replaced, and it's nice having the ability, you know, to listen to stuff. So I could also just bring a headset as well, but it's nice having the ability if if you if I forget having a headset, just listen to something. Uh, on the phone so well for what it's worth two out of my last three phones have had front-facing speakers and i do not regret it at all um at low volumes meaning not with the car windows open um or traveling any kind of speed the nexus 6's front mounted speakers rival my uh speaker phone that's clipped to the um to the uh headline uh, the uh visor in my dad on my car um, and it's only after you get up to speed that you actually notice the difference. Um, yeah. And quality is ridiculous. And the thing that I like about it is that if, you know, you and I are sitting in a room and we've got front-mounted speakers, I'm not going to hear as much of what you're listening to. Yeah. Also, yeah, like for me, like the next nine, a lot of times when I'm winding down in bed, I'll listen to that, you know, and I like having the front-facing speakers there. It would probably be the same thing for a uh, smartphone if I had that instead, you know, with front-facing speakers. Yeah. Plus the sound quality is pretty good. Uh, like if you hear an alert on my Nexus 9 tablet, it, it's pretty resounding. And the way my phone face, like when I put the phone in the pocket, having the front-facing speakers points outward makes makes it more visible to hear the actual phone call or ringer. So. How about you, Joey? I mean, I know you're doing the Project Phi thing, so but uh, they could announce compatibility with a new Nexus line. Are you are you down for a new Nexus, or are you happy with your six? I'm very happy with the six, to be brutally honest. Um, that and I did just buy it, so it's got still has that new shiny phone flavor <laughs> yeah. to it. Um, so I'm not looking to replace it anytime soon. So feel free to skip this one, Phi, on my account. Uh, but um, I, I, it's always nice to see what's new and coming out, but I'm personally not interested. The um, the one thing that would trip my trigger if they did offer this under Fi would be if uh, one or the other had a significantly better review on its camera than the Nexus 6. The Nexus 6 is very good, but it does have some limitations. Mm. Um, much, much, much better than the Moto G, <laughs> but that's like comparing a, uh, uh, well, what like a uh, you know, one of those uh, uh, Yugos to a Cadillac? Oh yeah, it's, it's not not the same class at all. Yeah, it looks like they're going to announce it on September 29th, with a, which is just under four weeks from now. It should be on a Tuesday, I think. Yeah, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all their announcements are. So yeah, I'd, be, I'd definitely be interested in that. I would, I would tune into the announcement to watch and see uh, how that goes. And you know, Marshmallow would come, you know, stock on these, and you know, so. Mm-hmm. Well, more significant, I think, than than a new Nexus device in and of itself is the fact that they're rolling out potentially the first Nexus device to be done by Huawei or however you pronounce well, that. Huawei, yeah. and, and that's a that's a total new vendor for this, yeah. and a, and a and an obvious handshake from from uh, Google or. Alphabet or whoever it is that's going to actually do the handshaking, yeah. um, and um, you know, and to to say, all right, look, we condone your manufacture of our devices. It's yeah. kind of like a like an elevation, you know, it, and that. I'm sorry, go on. No, 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 go for it. 
Well, I was going to say, these could be cheaper devices too. The Nexus 6 is, a, relatively speaking, a premium device. And so these oh, yeah. may not be quite as premium and therefore not as expensive. So, yeah. Uh, like one I said, love it. Didn't love the price tag. Yeah. Like for me, a big thing would be wireless charging. That's something that the Moto X, pure, none of the Moto X versions I don't think have. If they do, I'm not thinking of, of the one. But the Moto X Pure doesn't have wireless charging. And that's something that's big for me at work. I use a wireless charger and I sit down, drop my phone on it. And so I personally need wireless charging. Yeah, I'm going to guess that the Huawei phone, like I think the LG phone's going to be fine. They've they've figured out how to make good phones. The Huawei phone, I'm going to predict that it's better than than, you know, the haters would expect, but that it's going to have hardware problems. Like there's going to be something weird like like you know, light bleed around the screen or weird like color issues. Like there's going to be something. What about um, stock back doors? Hmm? Stock back doors too. Yeah, like they come with, with every Howie phone. There's a chip in there. It's back door hardware. So, are you excited, Matt? Are you are you looking to this September 29th thing and thinking that this maybe is the opportunity to replace that Moto X? Is Howie going to be on Verizon? <laughs> well, I mean, there's also the LG option. Ooh, yeah, never had an LG phone. Hmm. I guess it'll all depend. That would, that would be the one. Yeah, that'd be the one with a 5.2 inch screen. So it'd be a little bit smaller than the Howie. <sighs> yeah. Huawei. I need five or less. Four seven would be fantastic. I may just. Yeah, I know get we don't a... have it in this rundown. I know we don't have it in this rundown, but Sony just announced a uh, three different Xperia Z5 or Z5 phones, and one of them is the is the Z5 Compact, which is. The same size as your current Moto X, um, Matt, but it has a much faster processor, Ooh. has SD card slot, Ooh. a 21 megapixel camera as opposed to a 10 megapixel what? camera, and uh, some other features. So, how do we feel about for you. how do we if, feel about Sony phones? I like the look of it. Look of them personally, they have two different uh, normal phones that they've released, the non-compact models. And then they announced a compact model, but one of them is like a Z5 Premium, which has a 4K display, which is interesting on a 5.5 inch just, uh, phone. An absurd. Can I just say that, that seems display. like it's. Oh, sorry, Matt. I just was just going to say that sounds like that's overkill. Oh yeah, 4K wicked, is wicked overkill. Yeah, that's that's overkill, but. But it has a 64-bit processor, but only three gigs of RAM. That's smart. I think you'd be happy with a Sony. I've used I've used a couple of different models. It's gold, um, so you know there's that. Hey, you gotta have a gray model, a gold match. model. Oh, it also has a fingerprint sensor. That power button there is a fingerprint sensor, like you see Ugh. on the, you know, the Samsung and the Apple phones. Ugh. Oh, shut up. Ugh. And, it doesn't look like a fingerprint sensor. That's oh, very odd. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it is. All three uh, uh, Z5 versions have it. And uh, so far, I've seen one, uh, I think it's, I want to say maybe Phone Arena. I'll, I'll have to look. But they've, they've done some testing on the fingerprints uh, sensor, and it's pretty accurate. The one person said it's, it, to them it, it's been more accurate than the iPhone 1. So is that, a, cool. is that a, a big, small USB, or is that the micro? That looks like the old school. <laughs> it's a mini USB. What's up with that? <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Hey, Sony, yeah. I know your cameras used to use those, but, you know. It's very chunky looking. It's a big square like... or rectangular brick of gold with a screen on it. Well, And it looks like that gold part, like, that snaps on. Like, it looks like a case, like something you bought on eBay it's for 50 very, cents. It's very Legend of Zelda. Oh, like a case. oh yeah. Right? Oh, look at it with the iPhone. Supposedly the fastest autofocus on the market. Yeah, this one has a 23 megapixel camera, and it's, uh, according to them, their highest end uh, mobile camera sensor. This is cool. It's not active notifications, though, but it is kind of cool. I don't know and, what 16. Yeah, that's the one thing you won't get on the other phones, you know, that Motorola provides is active notifications. I don't know of any other phone 
brand or model that offers the active notification type features that this one does. Samsung has, you know, the little on their edge phones, they have something similar, but you have to have the phone facing down. So, but the compact version you might like. Also, it's got a 2700 milliamp battery as opposed to 2200, and it has an SD card slot. So, sounds like there'll be lots of good options out for when I'm ready for that upgrade. Quick aside, uh, another little thing here that's on the verge today that does affect mobile. Uh, apparently, the Alliance for Open Media, which is Amazon, Cisco, Google, Intel, Microsoft, Mozilla, and Netflix, is coming out or going to be developing a free and open source royal, uh, royalty-free video codec. Um, and that, by the way, would in theory, lower the price for streaming media for everybody. And it would also allow everyone to get every service across all platforms with the same codec. Um, so, hey, that's can't be bad for anybody. A codec that's not tied up with patents? What? Yeah, exactly. And apparently this is being brought on uh, by uh, an industry standard group that has a uh, successor to the H.264 codec that is capable of, of transmitting 4K video at half the available bandwidth, but they're trying to strap it under patents. Right. So this is inevitable. You know, eventually, if you uh, drive enough people batty with patents, someone will just simply say, forget you, and write their own to get around all your patents. Well, yeah, and that's what um, we've which, been by the way, waiting for, patents, right? That's pretty much all we've been waiting for. One that's unencumbered yeah. and with... And that reminds me... Yeah. Well, we haven't had a good patent war story on Android in a while. I think that that's kind of finally died off. And I'm, I, for one, am glad. For now. Yeah, until the next wave of patent trolls come over the hill. <laughs> iPhone no, 1... iPhone 1, I'm also glad. Uh, you know what I'm not glad about? Your brand new Android could have malware. Eric, does your brand new Android have malware? Nick, Joey? I, I don't know, but the screen won't turn on. Oh, that's a problem. Some rogue retailers are unpacking brand new mobile devices with the Android OS, loading them with malicious software, and then, you know, turning around and selling them to unsuspecting buyers. So, not necessarily uh, the fault of Android per se, but I appreciate the headloin manipulation. Uh, they say, quote, over the past year we've seen a significant increase in devices that are equipped with firmware-level spyware and malware out of the box, which can take a wide range of unwanted and unknown actions. It's a product manager for G-Data. Uh, the pre-installed spyware, which cannot be removed without unlocking the phone, is capable of accessing the internet, reading and sending text messages, installing unwanted apps, accessing contact lists, obtaining location data, and so much more. Most of the infected phones appear to have been tampered with by middlemen in China. Huh, weird. Uh, who inject their own advertising in order to flip that profit. Just trying to F a P here, that's all. Some of the devices are made by well-known, listen to this, the best part, nope, hold up, the best part, some of these devices are made by well-known international brands like Howie and Lenovo. Thanks, middlemen. So, long story made short, do not go buy a new phone at a Verizon Verizon. uh, store, (laughs) or, you know, or, or, um, let's see, um, uh, a, T, and F, um, you know, these are just off brands that you're just not going to find uh, a good thing. Or the Apple store. Stay away from that. That's true. I would never buy an Apple. So. It just, this seems a little disingenuous to say that it's, yeah, a uh, that it's with the Android operating system. A little, I, this is just... You can, More like bullshit coming from people ooh. to say that Android has has like inherent problems that no other platform does. Ooh, bold yeah. words. It, it does get old hearing the same the same stories over and over over completely different things which don't have anything directly to do with Android or fragmentation. So 
Well, what about this? Uh, our article on Ars Technica about some Android ransomware, this time utilizing the XMPP protocol. Uh, that's the, the chat that what Google Talk was built on. I imagine Hangouts is yeah. built on. Yeah, it used, it... yeah, it used to be an open source, probably still is an open source you know, chat protocol. Yeah. So, and of course, if you're not familiar with uh, ransomware, usually looks something like this. And it's all like, hey, uh, we noticed that you had some biz on your phone that you're going to owe us some money uh, to have. But then also, they're, they're kind of taking a page out of, what was it? Was it BitLocker or whatever, that, that one that was encrypting? I forget what the actual ransomware was called. Yeah. BitLocker. Yeah, uh... BitLocker is the type of encryption that you use to get around stuff like that usually. Um, but yeah, there was a there was a ransomware that used to ask you to go to uh, Kmart, I think it was, and get a money order. What's the there's I forget what the name is. There's one that's been going around biting a lot of Crypto people. Locker. Yeah, maybe that one. I don't know. Crypto Locker. But yeah, that's this one, is yeah. basically that the same the thing. This is doing that, but on your phone. So it's basically encrypting all the content of your phone and then, you know, it's like, pay me uh, using an instant messaging protocol because it's on your phone and it's there. Uh, the malware requests administrative permissions to sink its hooks deep, so deep into that Android OS. Uh, once it's installed, it announces itself by saying, hey... I was put here by the NSA, and now you have to pay a fine to get your files back. So, watch. You know what's funny? What's funny, Eric? Is that I? So I had like there was like something, like just some weird something weird with my taxes a couple years ago. So I had to Mm. like pay like some interest. Sure. And the way that I had to pay the IRS. It feel like this. I would believe this was through. Bet- I would believe crypto them that they would say like, no, you have to buy a my cash card or you have to pay us in Bitcoin. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. And like, then with send it to Russia. You can't actually pay. Like you're not paying the government. You have to go through a third party like approved payment. You have to launder it. or whatever. You're laundering your money first so that it's clean when you give it to the government because they like clean. Apparently money. so. That's awesome. I, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, plausible, entirely plausible. Somewhere I have a screenshot I grabbed of what the – hold on. I might have it right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the first variants of – I don't think this is CryptoLocker. This is one of the other ones though. Um, hang on. Can I – can I present? Do I have that ability? Oh, yeah. Present away. Yes. Yes. That's the screen, screen share, share button. Just asking. Uh, there you go. Boom. So that's the one that I got. It was, I didn't get hit with, but several of my customers got hit with. Sure, Joey. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you had to. Money uh, pack. That's what it was called. Yep. Nice. Walmart, 7-Eleven, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Kmart, and CVS. It's all legit at and, the top on legit department of justice letterhead for a web page wait wait a second joey that's brilliant possible violations are described below what kind of clients do you have pornography involving children that's how they get you social engineering well, keep in mind that's that the thing. this was a scareware what's yeah, the one the, the complaints aren't necessarily legit they're just Claims made by the ransomware just to get you. It's social engineering. It's It's scaring you you. with the worst thing it could possibly scare you with that you're not going to go be like, hey, this thing said I had child porn on my computer. Is that like, is this real or am I getting scammed? Like, no one's going to ever go say that, you know? Right. Show the the police station with your computer. it It did turn on the webcam. And it did take a picture of someone using this particular laptop, <laughs> and it freaked them right out. That's, I mean, freaked. That's I mean, creepy. Like, ah, you know, and of course, the picture never actually left the computer. It was just taken, and then oh yeah, you know, it's all so scary. Yeah, well, but I mean, it was they had them freaking, and and it, this this was effective for all of the crap I give hackers. This was really and truly effective. 
You know, the, there was a new one I saw uh, going around in the spam, the old spam folder. I always like to check that out to see what what new things are floating around out there. And this one said it caught me or somebody driving on a toll road and you didn't pay the toll. So click this link and then you can enter your payment information, of course, to pay the to pay the toll. Of course, I had not been on a toll road or anywhere near uh, a toll road, and of course, there were multiple messages like that from. But some people, I, I, got that I would, too. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I got that one too. Nice. I'm yep. glad we're all receiving the same, the same spam malware. Is it going to our email address, Eric? What is our email address that all of the spam malware can go to? You can send your Viagra pills to show at attackoftheandroids.com. I'm actually reading, uh, is it Krebs? He wrote that book, Spam Nation. I'm reading that, and it's quite interesting about this whole Russian online pharmacy uh, business. Apparently very lucrative. I thought it was herbal Viagra. (laughs) There's all sorts of Viagra. We like the inorganic stuff. Uh, check us out, attackingtheandroids.com. That's the site. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review. We appreciate that, of course. Uh, ooh, you can send PayPal donations if you enjoy the show and want to pay for this baby, which it's girl, by the way. Yeah. Uh, PayPal.me slash Matley. How about that? They are giving away PayPal.me addresses, so get over and get yours. And then, uh, yeah, go to PayPal.me slash, uh, and then you put in your name or whatever you want. And, uh, yeah. You'll have a sweet address that anyone can go to, paypal.me slash Matt Lee. And then even, they made it even cooler if you put slash and then put a number, that will fill in the donation amount on your next page, which is kind of cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. PayPal just making it easier to launder, I mean, send money between friends. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for listening, you guys, and we'll catch you all next week. I won't be here next week. I will be in Montana. But you guys might be. And if not, we'll just skip a week and be back the week after. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.